Zanger, 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 zanger. Pretty sure that sounds familiar. Well, you made it. You're here. Welcome to the Offcast. So I'm going to start off with the usual things. All, all the opinions that get expressed here are only, only the opinions of those who are featured. And anything that is expressed by me is solely an opinion of myself. Okay? I thank you so much for your support. Enjoy. Let us off cap. We wrap up my discussion with Vianney with thoughts on business support, the role of the political space, and how citizens can develop their own initiatives and businesses in an ever-challenging climate. Once again, I hope you learn a bit and enjoy. Yeah. They don't buy you for you to incorporate. Like they'll incorporate certain features here and there, but they just buy you to start for you because they see your competition. Yeah. Um, I would throw in names, but I'd rather not. Um, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's the current like trajectory yeah. right, to South Africa where it's like, if I can sell my business, I'm good. Mm. Or they sell it to an international company. Mm. Um, like completely, and then they sell out to them, they excellent and stuff. Mm. Um, and what's even more sad is that once they do that, they leave the country. Mm. You know, they take their money, but then it's like, mm. oh, like mm. you know, it's like, what's the point? Mm. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of broken mm. elements, like, in the haves, where they're just not invested in this country, to be honest. Mm. They just happen to be there. A lighter shade. <laughs> um, and then you got the have-nots, you just don't yeah. have the means. Yeah. And you just, and they just don't have the support system to get them across the mm. across the chasm and the government is not going to do it for us uh, the private sector in terms of corporates that have money is not going to do it for us either mm. uh, we kind of have to do it ourselves but in order to get there we need to pull the balance sheet thick enough to be able to do that ourselves so that no one can say hey I don't like what you're doing stop mm. uh, or better yet they just like give me the money back because I don't believe in what you're doing mm. um, it's not even like there aren't even existing lobby groups you know I mean, geez, is the BBC, Black Business Council, things like that. You know what I mean? And what Let's not talk about the BBC or the yeah. BMF or hey. Abasa. Hey. Or, yeah. you, know. <laughs> yeah. you see, exactly. You see, just from what you're saying, it's almost as if they don't exist. That's how little um, of an impact they make, you know, on the broader That's ecosystem. That's because interest, you know? That's because interests are not aligned, right? Like, mm. if you purport to speak about, like, to speak for black business or the black conglomerate, why are there 16 million organizations all purporting to speak for black business? All speaking a different voice, mm. right? Yeah. Yet they're all lobby groups and they're lobbying government and the private sector or whatever. And it's like, but surely... If black business is serious about See? making an impact, we need to have one unified voice. Yeah. But because it's competing interests, because people have whatever ideas that they have, like, I've never really gone back to the BMF ever since Jimmy Manu destroyed it. <laughs> um, and even when I listen to their current lobby, it's just like, mm. You see? Yeah. Like, like I, I, it doesn't resonate with me because it doesn't solve the issue. Now you just you're just saying things just to remain relevant. Yes, yeah, yeah. But there's no real tangible yeah. solutions that are coming out of these lobby groups. Yeah. Look at the BBC. Like, what is the BBC really lobbying for? Mm. Other than 
for those who have benefited with DE just to remain the same. Do you get what I mean? And it's just like, like how is that changing things? What are you doing with your mantle for the man down the street? You know what I mean? For the man down below. If you're just going to be investing in the same companies that, um, what's this other uh, business leadership South Africa, for example, yeah. uh, would invest in, like the, their members would invest in, or Busa, for example. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like their interests, again, are not aligned to, to true transformation. Um, but it's just it's stuff like that. And what's even more sad is that the people that are put on a pedestal that represent the beacon and success of black business, to be quite honest, couldn't give two shits. Mm. Right? Mm. Like, let's not get it twisted. <clears throat> At least doesn't really care. Mm about all those ZCC members that he's going to be like taking money out of the time digital. Mm. Like mm. all he cares about is building a financial services business mm. that can compete with the best. Yeah. And that is it. Yeah. And the reason I say he doesn't really care about transformation is you look at African rainbow capital. He took two white guys from Sunland that he worked with in the past and made them the heads of the organization. Mm. Yet they are fully level one BE compliant business. I'm like, how? How are you going to expect two white Afrikaans men, not not taking anything away from them, <clears> to really go out and find black businesses to invest in? Because right? mm. apparently what they're doing is they're finding businesses that are white-owned yeah. and financial services, yeah. investing in them and converting those white-owned businesses into black-owned businesses, mm. purely because our legislation and our government um, just doesn't have the willpower to really go out and stifle such behavior, right? Yeah. And because Patriots is such a big and prominent player within the ANC, Your and <laughs> donates quite a lot within the ANC, <laughs> ANC has no willpower, mm. no willpower to actually try and stifle that behavior. Because mm. they're benefiting from it, he's benefiting from it, his family is mm. benefiting from it. I mean, you look at Roger mm. and his wife Bridget, mm. she's a powerful person within mine, mm. purely because of their circles. I mean, um, the president's wife is on Twitter. Like, mm. they just have so much influence. Like, you mm. know, we can't do that as far as to think that our black leaders have our interests at heart because they really don't. Mm. Um, if they did, a whole lot would have been done. But they don't. They have mm. their own self-interest. Yeah. And I think the more we accept that, the more we can actually move out of a state of, mm. you know, <laughs> desperation and wanting them to help into one way. Yeah. It's like, okay, how can we help ourselves? Yeah. Um, which I think our generation is moved to because we really don't care about these guys. <laughs> but it's also sad to see that some of our generation still admire and aspire to be those kind of mm. leaders. And I personally don't think it's the kind of leadership we need to make it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. It's actually it's crazy that it took a whole pandemic for us to actually see movement, you know, on a on a on a civil sector level, on a government level, right? us to see oh, okay wow yo people are actually working for their paychecks now you know um <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah. it's the blessing that we needed but again it boils down to the past decade mm. what alternative do we really have politically in terms of leadership mm. right Ray, like, there is no alternative mm. you go into the private sector what alternative do you have not much because mm. 80 to 90% of the private sector is still owned in white hands. 
Mm. And they generally don't have our interest at heart. Um, not to say that all of them don't, but the majority of them don't because they're preserving what they have. So they're not going to want to disrupt what's working for them. Like, why change a system if it's working for them? Mm. Um, so there's, there's quite a lot of things that, yeah. <laughs> if it ain't broke, just, don't fix it. <laughs> they are. And that's the mentality of our leaders. That's why we have such a leadership deficit. Mm. Um, what scares me the most is the current crop of young political leaders are showing the exact same traits as the current leadership, which begs the mm. question as to like, will we ever get the leadership, uh, political leadership that we deserve as a country? Yeah, that's the process of leadership, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hey. I mean, the leadership was, you know, the, the rose must fall and the fuse must fall. Those guys had, had potential, mm. but then they got roped into the bigger organizations and now yeah. we are there. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, true. It's true. It's true. And you look around and as much as political parties, I'm not going to mention the names, but as much as on the surface, they look very different, cosmetically different to each other. The fundamentals and deep down inside, it's it's the same animal, you know, <clears throat> it's the same beast. <laughs> As Kobe would say, yeah, uh, you're the same animal and the same beast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but look, I can only have hope, right? Um, I always like in terms of politics, I say to people that like, you know, respect it, see its place, but don't put your full emphasis and your full dependence on it. You know, it's about cooperation, right? You got to cooperate as entrepreneurs. We've got to cooperate as just um, citizens, right? Um, for the upliftment, because if we're going to sit and wait for those handouts, we'll be waiting for the rest of our lives, you know? Yeah. So that's that's the way that we should be thinking, you know? It's not the only way forward, but it is one of the ways that we've got to be thinking. Mm. Yeah. And it's not just waiting for that, but like a paycheck in itself is like pretty much going to your boss with a begging bowl, right? Mm. The only thing you're giving is your time. Like yeah. Swapping your time just for another day to survive, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what exactly. it is. Yeah, Chief. Ah, no. Now I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> like you've actually hooked up a, a seminar. I'm going to like, I'm going to sell this somewhere. Hooked up a seminar. Only if I get a percentage. Ah, don't worry. Don't worry. Definitely. Yeah. No, but no, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, you know. And um, it's, it's actually food for thought. That's why I was so excited about it because like it's just... It's helpful for, for me as well and obviously helpful for whoever it touches, right? Um, because these are the thoughts we should be having, right? We can't just be waking up every day, do, completing our projects, you know, making sure you are uh, completing your KPIs and whatever, you know, you've got to be thinking beyond your KPIs, you know, you've got to have personal KPIs, you know what I mean? So this is important. If you had any doubts, this is important, right? <laughs> Yeah. Like, and really, like, I guess on a parting note, maybe I should, like, do the snuffles and sit down and, like, just smug faces, like, the great GT. <laughs> um, no. You know what? If, if, if it was possible to get it through the screen, I would have hung up by now. <laughs> um, no, but um, on, on a serious note, like, I think 
as as hard as it as it is like i'm not i'm not naive to the realities of, of people uh i'm not naive to the realities of people's situations like i grew up and came up from those similar kind of backgrounds um you know we kind of literally had to pull ourselves by what we had to get through we and mm-hmm. i think i'm fortunate to have been in that position but mm-hmm. even at times when things weren't working our way uh or working my way right you kind of need to develop that personal sense of purpose that yeah. personal sense of, of of drive yeah even if it goes against what your parents believes or dreams or aspirations that they have for you yeah um, you know what i mean and that's the biggest scariest thing that i had to come to realize is like you know truly asking yourself why you're doing what you're doing um and who are you doing it for um and not being scared of the answer that you're going to get and if you realize that really I'm, i'm not doing what i feel that i need to be doing being okay with it mm. and if it disappoints you know your parents because like also get into the realization that actually i've been living my life for my parents of my siblings or my grandparents or whatever whatever also a scary realization but it's a realization you need to get to in order to be able to make the right kind of change um as hard as it is but you really need to get to a point where you find what your true calling and purpose is and working towards it um day by day but i guess that's another seminar in itself <laughs> <laughs> i think that's yeah. a, that's a part of shot for me yeah, that's that's what i've come to realize in this world like you really got to be doing what what really drives and pushes you and is unique to you because mm-hmm. that's what's going to give you the value um and the wealth creation that that you deserve because no one can do it better than you mm. uh, and the world will pay you because of that okay i'm not even going to add to that that's that's a parting shot like there's nothing yeah. to add to that thank you very much chief and yeah i no really appreciate it <laughs> no worries uh, right. it's been a good talk it's yeah, been a good no. discussion after a brutal workout <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no now you must recover um hala at the business um apologize to her for me taking up so much of your time okay i hope you enjoyed that episode remember to comment if you've got anything to contribute share the material um, and of course anything that you have to say anything that you want to contribute please feel free to come forward okay get others to subscribe and i appreciate all the support see you next time and we will offcast zanga 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 pretty sure that sounds familiar well <laughs>